0: Hey, love. Thank you for tuning into Delightful Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Sinead Z. Haywood. <laughs> you already know I'm here with my bestie, Tina. Hey, hey, I'm Tina Ice and Pegram. Welcome. Yes, folks, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, We cannot have a show in the title be Delightful Legacy. We cannot have a podcast with the title of the podcast being named Delightful Legacy when they are destroying our legacy. Yes, I'm talking about the police brutality that the land is giving to us these days. The police brutality that's going on in the world today, I'm really, really not pleased with it. And the police brutality that we're receiving is more than just a race thing. It's about power. We have to really, really remember the main reason why we have police officers. Police officers sense from when they had to, what's the word for it, Tina? Help me out. What's that? Because I'm so frustrated right now, folks. I'm so frustrated. You know, I've been watching these videos on Instagram, YouTube, with all the stuff that they're doing to people. And I've actually came across a nice amount of videos where they're doing the same to white people, too. So that's what made me say it's starting to seem like it's more of a power thing. You know, they power tripping out here in these streets. What the, what the hell is going on? So, yes, today, I'm a, I am already know I'm going to wind up cussing up a storm like a sailor. So, yes, yeah, today is the Sinead Sailor Day. Sinead Sailor Day, okay. Yeah, because I, I can't, I cannot get with this. Like, I'm not going to hold you, like, the world is not sugar-coated. So, all this police brutality that's going on, rest in peace to George Floyd's family. We're going to do a part two on this segment. So this is part one about police brutality. Let me get really get to the topic. I'm so frustrated. I, I, I'm so frustrated. I i can't even think and process my thoughts right now from that last video I just saw. So Tina sent me a video with this gentleman. He was thrown down the floor, black, two officers on top of him. And it seems like he was really just trying to defend himself, not in the way of being combative or resisting arrest. Just think, what happens to you if you touch something hot? You flinch, you jump back. Same thing happens when it's something that's too cold. Or if you walk past the door and there's something sharp out, it sticks you. You're going to jump. So why would you not think if I hit you, you're not going to jump? That we're not going to jump? The same way when your mother used to whoop you with the belt. You used to jump. Whether you was blocking, trying to get away from her, whatever the case is. So my whole thing is, a lot of the times, people don't really be resistant arrest. Bro, they try not to get hit. They're tired of getting hit. Like, what's what's really going on? Police officers that's out there today, we already know the origin of the job. Let me go back to what I was saying. Like I said, I can't believe I'm all over the place talking today. I know I am. So the main thing is we have to really, really be mindful that police officers around the world Was put in place to control the slaves. A lot of people don't wanna be mindful of that, admit to it, remember it, but you can't move forward in your future if you don't remember your past. Not saying hold on to the past, let's build from it, let's change it, let's move forward. In my opinion, I feel if we held the captain, the main overseer of the precinct, responsible by messing with their pensions, their pockets, and their paychecks, this will make a change. You can't fight violence with violence. So the all this rioting, looting, protesting, and it's ending in violence, it ain't gonna solve anything. We're still back at square one all these years ago. When they say black men, black people is what percent of the of the man? Okay,
1: so we are oh one one third or one quarter one or fourth or something like that yeah. of a man. But we black people as a whole only make up twelve percent of the population. So what I don't understand is why it's is always us or just us or just us, just us, as they say. The police need to be held accountable for what they do. I don't know how you could sit on a jury and come back after you've seen the tape, view the evidence, and you come back and say that this person is free to go, they're not guilty and or no charges. It makes no sense. They need to be held accountable. And that's just it. I have a son that's 20 years old that's driving and that's moving around. And, um, August 6th is his birthday and he will be going to get a carry license. And that's my gift to him will be a nine for his birthday. It's just crazy.
0: Protect yourself at all means. So you sound like Malcolm X by any means necessary. We don't know what that last speech would have done. If Malcolm got the chance to say that speech, obviously with something strong because the government shut that down, we have to keep in mind that how did the government come about we're all foreigners because nobody was born and raised here on the land. So our forefathers was not born and raised on the land. That go for whites, black, Hispanics, all races. We're all foreigners. So that whole thing that that president is saying that pulled the wall up for the foreigners, you're a foreigner. Your wife's a foreigner, bro. She ain't from here. Where's
1: she from? Right. No, you're absolutely right about that. And I'm a nonviolent person. I don't believe that you should fight violence with violence. But I mean, I think that we should have the upper hand. You have the right to bear arms. I think you should bear them. And that's just how I feel about that. I don't agree with the looting and going into the stores and taking stuff that don't belong to you and burning down your own communities when these are the stores that you have to go in. It makes no sense to me. The other day I was down in um, Buckhead and I had to go into a Walmart. So I go to Walmart and, and it's, there's no car, cars in there. So I asked the guy, I'm like, what's going on? He was like, they got us. I said, excuse me? So I put my head closer to our, so I can hear what he was saying. He was like, yeah, they got us last night. They, they looted. I said, really? Like, I was so surprised because I've never seen this before in my lifetime. So he was like, yes. He said, now I got to stand out here and be hot and sweat. And I said, well, I hope you got plenty of water. He's like, I do. <laughs> you know, and I, I felt bad. And, you know, it's just like, what about the mothers that have got to get formula or baby milk or got to buy food? The store closed at five o'clock because they tore the store
0: up. I mean, come on. I agree with you. My whole thing is, y'all want to make a statement. Y'all marching, protesting to make a difference, to let your voice be heard. That's the main objective, right? Okay, see, I play chess. Let me tell you how you do this. And you can agree with me or disagree with me, whoever's listening to this. Because this is not just about my black people. This is about all people in general. Because like I said, I've seen tapes, videos, footage of white people. Receiving the same treatment, nowhere near as much as black people. But I've seen white Hispanics, so it's starting to seem like it's just abuse of the authority. But I'm seeing more black people than any other race that's being beat on, choked. Like y'all, the man sat there on tape, and I think the main reason why Floyd, rest in peace, my brother. I hope God has really got you covered and you in full love, and you are amongst your family in the heavens and the skies. But I think the main reason why that officer kept his knee on that man's neck is because he has seen other officers implement the same force and beat the case. So I think that's what really got everybody fed up is the fact that, oh, I can do they can do this and still beat the case. So that's the main reason why they're protesting they're looting and doing all this stuff. So we're going to do we're going to play chess right now. You want to take from Walmart, you want to take from the high-end designer stores, you want to rip down and loot and burn down these stores and stuff like that that's within your community, not knowing that some of them might be owned by somebody that's the same skin color as you. And this is for blacks and whites I'm talking about, because I'm not a racist person. Hell, the guy that does the editing for us, he calls cool the fan. Chris, what's up, Chris? You know, he has his own podcast. What is the name of his? Pod? I can't think right now. But Chris, chime in on your own podcast. You know, Chris, tell them what's your podcast. Make headway. Exactly. That's my guy. So yes. So I say all of this to say this to y'all. If you want to defeat your enemy, the best chess move is to not let him see you attack. Have them think you don't know better, so you can do better.
1: I love Sinead, but I just want to say it's it's a mess and it's a shame, and we have to do better. Here at Delightful Legacy, we talk about building wealth and leaving a legacy for your family. And we just need to do better as a community, as a family, as a whole. Because this it has to stop. And we have to hold these cops accountable. So if it means not buying a uh, Fendi, Gucci, or whatever these companies are going to Chick-fil-A, we, we have to stop. Like Sinead said, we got to hit them in the pockets. Wait a
0: minute. Don't stop. Be smart about it. Okay. This, this, this Okay, I'm, I'm going to really fully break it down. I'm going to break it all the way down. In real estate, when you buy a property, for those that don't know real estate, when you buy a property, the main reason you're buying a property is you utilize the funds to invest in the next property. So if I, for example, if I wanted a nice car, say I wanted a brand new Beamer that's out. Beamer, it means BMW for those that don't know. So if I wanted a brand new BMW, I'm going to make sure the assets that I get from my real estate property is going to cover the funds for that car, right? So if you want to wear all this high-end designer, look up who owns it. Because little do y'all know, y'all protested and boycotted when Gucci did the whole turtleneck face thing, whatever they was doing, because I don't wear none of that stuff. I support boutiques, local small businesses, boutiques, and all of that. That's that's why I shop with. You feel me? So Yeah, I like Gucci. I would like some of that stuff. Even if I could afford it, I probably still wouldn't buy it. The only way I'm going to buy it is if I put my money in the stocks in the company and I'm receiving so many dividends and so much money from the stocks that they are buying the outfits for me. It's as if they're sponsoring me and don't even know it. That's how you hit them back in their pockets. Buy back the block. Invest in your community. Invest into the real estate and the stocks. We are back to, we are, We never really elevated and fully evolved in a financial aspect of things with our people. is because we don't own no resources. Let's start doing our due diligence and figure out how we can bring back the Black Wall Street. Own these bus lines that they once had out in Salem. 500 lines in what, Salem, North, North Carolina, if I'm correct. Don't quote me on it. You're correct. Thank you. Buy back the block. Get, hit the pockets. This government and the world that we live in today, not even just the U.S., the world we live in today only recognize green, money, the almighty dollar. They said the money is the root to all evil. Nah, it's the people. Because a rich person ain't going to do nothing to hurt nobody to get money. But a person that's living in poverty with a poverty mindset is going to do whatever he got to do to get the money. So it's not the money that's the root of evil. It's the people. It's what you're willing to do for it. So if you really think about it, the crime rate is only high when the poverty rate is up. Like we live in Georgia. 12% of Georgia is unemployed because of this COVID-19. And rest in peace to anybody that's that's lost somebody due to the COVID-19. May God be with you and your family during this, this during this time. Because we're really living in the days right now, whether y'all want to believe it or not. I don't care what nobody said. It's running the, the almighty big book. If you can do your research. And I think that's the problem with us. We want to go out there and do all of this, but we don't read and research and we've lost the knowledge of our past. Like, what's the history? Know your history. So my whole thing is, y'all mad at cops, but cops are really doing what they was plant, plant here to do anyway.
1: Well, cops are the original gangs from, from the beginning. And, um, you know, it is rough. It is rough. It is rough. I, I can't stress it enough. Know your history. Read. Do your research get educated, because poverty is is the, a lot of reason for a lot of the problems. I mean, we're seeing stuff that kids are doing, young kids. You see 13-year-old, t- 14-year-old robbing stuff and just doing things that's just unethical. Where's your where's your parents? Yes. I have a 14-year-old, and you know she doesn't go outside by herself. And I know what she's at at all times. Why don't you know what these kids are doing?
0: Okay, I have my nephew, Elon. He's 10 years old. He calls me one day. He said, Auntie Nae, I want to be rich. I'm going to send you a picture of my house. I'm like, your house? How are you going to get that? I said, so where are you going to get the money for the house? I said, you want to be grassy lawn? Be your age. You're going to be older, way longer than you're going to be young. Mm. I said, I used to tell your sister Diamond that all the time. I said, go in the room and ask her. She'll tell you. Your Auntie Nae always told me that. Look at me now. Look how old I am now. Don't rush your age. That's one. Two, educate. I told him, educate yourself while you're young. Know what you're supposed to know at the age that you are, but know ahead of your age. So whatever your grade you're in at the age of 10, let your mindset be the next age, the next grade, I mean. So he was like, well, I want to I want to learn how to make money. I said, OK, the only the best way to learn how to make money is to know how money works. Right. So my little nephew was 10 years old. He know the difference between liabilities, assets, producers, consumers. And you're supposed to use money to make money and not use people to make money unless you're trying to provide jobs and a, a source of living expenses for them. So my whole thing is, I can't emphasize on this anymore. I'm so upset I could barely talk to you. It's like, okay. I really am. Because it's like nobody gets it. For example, like how you going to be mad at Kanye West for supporting the president, but you got every of Yeezys on? <laughs> so where do you think some of that money going? Well, you're right about that. I told my little niece that last night. I said, you know, everybody want to be married at the president. and come. going 300 and up. Oh, okay. You got some pay a stack. A stack for another country, that's $1,000. Okay. So you're going to spend all this money on these high-end clothes, but you don't own no stocks. you rushing to get the latest Jordans, but you don't own not one stock, not one share in Jordans or in Nike. Find out who are the shareholders of these companies. Find out, do your research and your due diligence on stocks. I guarantee you, if you really, really like money and you really want to support your people, that's the best way to do it. Take the money from them and go spend it over here. Bring it back to the block. When I say buy back the block, I mean bring it back home. And that goes for every race. I really want you all to know that I'm not a racist person. That goes for every single race. This is why certain races have one up on us as black people. I can only speak for my people because I'm black.
1: Well, we know we have to do better as a race. So with the stocks going back to the stocks, what Senay said, we need to start from reading. Go to the library, rent a book. There's free websites where you get books that you can read, and you can find out uh, what's the latest stocks or what what type of investments to get, how to get started in stocks or investment, whether it's real estate or tax liens, whatever it is. Research. Do your research.
0: A lot of people, you don't even gotta go to the library. You sit there on Instagram for hours. Your iPhone sits there and shows you where you're spending the most time at on your cell phone. You're spending this much time on social media and you're not checking the stats of your business. You're being nosy, keeping up with the Joneses. And I ain't just talking about young people. I'm talking about all people. We have smartphones. Smartphones, they're so smart. It's making us dumb. Mm -hmm. People are losing their lack of common sense and all of that. So do you have to go to the library and do your research? Talk to Siri. Type it in Google. Google, who order, who owns such and such stocks? And whatever, whatever. Whatever it is you're going to look up. You just sit there. You will be surprised, and I guarantee you, if you just get started, you'll be surprised how much you actually like getting this information. See, if you knew better, you do better. But if you knew right, you do right. A lot of us don't do right because we don't know right. We wasn't taught to us. I know my mother didn't raise me to uh, worry about stocks and real estate and all that. I wasn't taught that. So how would I know to look into that? So I'm here to tell my people, if you really want to get your funds up, your ones up, look into real estate. Look into stocks, bonds, silver, gold, copper, anything that's a resource. We have to get resources back in our community for us to have one up. Looting, protesting, rioting is only going to take us but so far. We've been looting, rioting, and protests before I was even born. And I'm almost 40. So my whole thing is where has it gotten us? Nowhere. Get the resources. Let's get the resources. Let's get these stocks. That's how you buy back the block. So let me piggyback off of what Sine
1: just said. So in order to buy stocks, you need to either do day trading. So you can look get books on day trading. You can go to Charles Schwab. You can go to Robinhood. There's different, there's penny stocks. There's different ways, but start with the conversation. Like she said, ask Siri if you don't want to go to the library. I like going to the library because the books is free. It's quiet in there. You have access to the computer. If you don't know anything, you can ask the librarian. They'll help you out. So these are different ways and things that you can do in order to start your process with investment. And with Jones, there's countless number of, um, I, I I think it's IEG or IEG or whatever, but ask Siri. And just open up a book, get the book, get the research, get the knowledge. Don't fight fire with fire. Learn, do what you got to do. Do your due diligence. Whether it's real estate, whether it's cars, know what
0: you need to know so you can know what you know and know it. Whatever you do, if you want to get into stocks, learn to research first. Knowledge is power, but knowledge is nothing if you don't implement it. Action. Yes, you have to take action. Believe that whatever it is that you're looking into, you can make it happen. I promise you, you can make it happen. That's one of the things they tell you in laws of attraction. Think it first, you speak it into existence, you write it so you can see it, you believe it and have faith. So, with all this being said, we're gonna close this up and wrap this up because I'm just so frustrated and I really don't like to do a really long podcast, but it calls for it. It's too much going on out here in the world. See, this podcast is not intended for. Really, politics, gossip, keeping up with the Joneses—it's really to talk about everyday, basic conversation you might have with your friends, your coworkers, your parents, or certain things you might be scared to talk to about with your child, whether it's drugs or you know money, whatever. Pro- all types of stuff because there's so much going on in the world that can really stop you and hinder you from creating that delightful legacy. That's why I titled this podcast "Delightful Legacy," you know, and it really came about because my mom's first name, her. Her um event planning name was called Delight. And I'm the youngest of the four of her girls. And that's I'm her legacy. I'm her last legacy. So it's, that's why it's called Delightful Legacy. But I'm here to really try to help my people because I didn't get the help. Nobody told me about real estate. I just really started learning real estate maybe a couple of years ago because my sister's doing real estate. and She's very successful in it. Very. You know, shout out to my sister Dana. Follow her on Instagram. One Daytona Solution. No, one day Dana Christian on Instagram. Um I hope I'm saying it right. She keeps flashing the sound like save the shout outs for the end. we almost to the end. That's why I'm shouting now. I'm just aggravated people. I am. There was no real structure with this um podcast like we normally do. We're better organized than this. But I just jumped on here because I'm really I don't like to curse on this. Fuck it. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. I'm at the ultimate level of pissivity, And it mayn't even be a word. I'm I'm at the <laughs> ultimate level <laughs> a piss-tivity is what it is so with that being said do your research this is what we have YouTube for YouTube
1: University they call it YouTube University
0: YouTube like she said YouTube University that's the new school you can learn so much if you dig up your information on YouTube my whole thing to my sisters and to the young girls out there and the older ladies because I learned how to twerk watching YouTube you did? yes can you teach me? (laughs) No, nah, I don't want her daughter to, to twerk. She need help because she ain't got no rhythm. None. None. She's like lost in the sauce. And they, the, sauce ain't okay. got, the sauce needs some Larry's. Those that don't know what Larry is, that's a season. It's a, a lot of black folks use Larry's. Look, listen, <laughs> I bring a lot to the table. I got added
1: value, so I don't need to twerk and do all of that stuff, stand on my neck and do all of that. I, I'm added value, so yes.
0: whatever. Yes, sis, yes. So back to what you were saying, I mean, I'm, she's trying to cheer me up because I'm just like so hurt, man. This last video, I, I I don't even want nobody else to see this because it's just so bad. And it's already gone viral. But back to what I was saying, you can learn stuff on YouTube. If you could take the time out to dig stuff up on Pinterest, YouTube, hashtagging on Instagram. Just typing stuff in on Facebook. If you want to learn how to apply makeup, you're going to go to YouTube. You want to learn how to, the recipes for a certain dish that you want to cook, you're going to go to YouTube. You want to learn how to better cut somebody's head, you're going to go to YouTube. So go to YouTube for everything. You can really learn a lot on YouTube. So that's, that's, I don't got no delight for the day because I'm just aggravated. I just jumped up on here. Do a lot of research. Get your knowledge
1: together. Step it up. Save more than you're spending. Like Sinead said, I'm just going to, uh, Go back to everything that she says. I'm trying to touch on the points that she hit.
0: Because I can't talk right now. I'm aggravated.
1: She's very upset. And I'm going to have to do something special for her because she likes cake. So maybe I'll buy her a cake or what to make her feel better. Because she's not doing too good today. And um, I'm upset too about it because it's hurtful. You know, a mother lost their son. A daughter lost her father. There's, it's. I have so many names here of people that have died in police brutality. It's just ridiculous. And, you know, it's men, it's women. It's just, a, it's a lot, you know, it's, it's Oscar Grant, Eric Gardner, Sandra Bland, Alton, uh, Brianna Taylor, Betty Jones, Kevin Matthews, Daniel, um, Shaver, Sean Bell, the list goes on and on. And it's just, it's ridiculous. So we are hurting and, and, and you know, feeling some kind of way about it. And it's just, you know it's just too much and we are filled over here at delightful legacy just going through it um, I'm I'm g- probably going to attend a protest tomorrow cuz we got to we got to do something but we got to do better When like Sunday said when you know when you know right you do right and that that's just it she's going to get you a delight for the day and uh we're going to oh, probably God. go get some cake she, I don't know if she could even find her delight but um you know just be mindful of how you deal with the police when they come up to you I'm not saying be scared to talk or whatever. Just if
0: they say show, show the hands, show your hands, act calm. The best way to get your point across to somebody is not to yell. Like they say, oh, I'm not going to let you steal my joy. Can't nobody steal your joy. You voluntarily give your joy away. Watch your tone. You be surprised how much you will accomplish talking to somebody. When your tone is at a a, a mutual, natural level, if you watch your tone and use the proper etiquette and talk with the proper grammar, you will get the results that you're looking for. Sometimes they're actually scared. They actually get some of these officers scared. Like I've been approached by police before. And, you know, okay, well, I don't have uh, what was the situation I was in? Okay, I got pulled over for speeding. So I said to the officer, I was behind the car and I was actually playing the car kind of close and I, you know, hit my brakes because I didn't even see you. I just felt like I was too close to the car. So how did you pick me up? And not the car in front of me, nor the car inside of me, on the side of me. It's it's a two lane. It's mm-hmm. literally three cars. How do you pick me? Right? And I wasn't speeding. I had the car on cruise control I don't, doing I don't believe 50. That. I don't believe that. I couldn't believe that. But you know what gave me away? I looked at the officer, and I already noticed that the cars around me, okay, they didn't look like me. It is what it is. So I got pulled over. But the officer was very nasty to me. And down here in Georgia, a lot of cops are not too fond of certain essential workers because they make more money than them. So that's a threat. You feel some kind of way. Like I said, a lot of these these officers, they're threatened by who you are, your job title, your description, your, you know, your skin color, your sexual preference and stuff like that, LGBT, um, LGB community and stuff like that. I want to get everything right, but I'm like really frustrated. So I know I got to do better. I can't let them steal my joy. I, and I just said that, right? Can't let nobody steal your right. joy. But the best way to debate with somebody and to get your point across, you have to, you don't have to yell. If you want them to understand where you're coming from, like, okay, officer, you want my ID, no problem. I'm going to reach my pocket to get my ID, but while I'm doing that in the process, can you tell me why I'm being pulled over? Can you tell me why I'm being stopped? If I fit the description, okay, what is the person's description? Here's my ID. Do you know the person's name? But don't ask too many questions at once. Give them time to answer the question and don't cut them off while they're talking. Let them talk till they stop and then you chime in. Or do you say, while they're talking, you're trying to chime in to say, may I say something, please? You'd be surprised the kind of results you get. When you start talking at a new a, a, a nice tone, because I've done it with my boss, because I'm gonna send you work. I still have my job. I love my job. I wouldn't be sitting here with Tina if I didn't have the job I have. I'm a United States Postal Service employee, so I'm the one that's at the window actually was anything liquid, fragile, perishable potentially right. hazardous <laughs> so right. That's not how- you know selling you stamps. So, <laughs> so my postmaster, she she used to go. We used to go back and forth so much, and I really figured out where I was going wrong. It's because not only was I raising my voice, it was a tone I was using. So now when she talks, I stand there, I let her talk. But if she's talking too long and I forget what I'm going to say, I'll say, excuse me, may I say something, please, now? I'm like, you know, I'll let you talk. Can I, can I say something? So she be like, go ahead, because I already know what you're going to say. You're going to say the same thing. Well, look, can you just let me say what I have to say, and you can make that decision later? She don't like the way I'm talking to her because I'm not arguing with you. I'm not being combative. Don't be combative. Sometimes we could verbally resist arrest. And we can avoid even having to physically resist arrest If we just talk properly, use, we, we educate it, flex your education on them. Let them know you're smart. You ain't got oh, to do all that extra stuff. You don't because it's not going to get your point across. So if you want to get your point across, chill out, watch your tongue, watch your body language, be mindful of everything, get your mind right. Let them know you educated. As
1: she's talking to you guys, she's talking to me because I, I went a little crazy today. So she's talking to me too. Yeah, she, she, you know, she's trying to talk in third party. But okay, I,
0: I I receive it. So what happened earlier? She don't want to tell what happened earlier. I'm gonna tell like it is. What's your friend name? Shout outs to her. We ain't gonna say her name, because she might get offended. But the thing was, her friend called her and was discussing about a video Tina had sent her friend, right? And the friend called, and the main topics automatically gonna cause a debate. So for you to sit there and say that you called, you called and you didn't try to call to debate. I let her know I was like, but you know, that's a topic that's going to start a debate anyway. But like I told Tina, she went wrong because you're yelling through the phone. So as Tina's yelling through the phone, I'm like, Tina want to fight. <laughs> Lower your voice. Calm down. Lower your voice. Calm down. She can't, you can't get your point across by you yelling to her. So Tina gives me her phone so I can see the video she showed up. So I got frustrated because I heard the whole conversation. So I felt like the lady, you know, the young lady, was contradicting herself on the phone. So I called her back on Tina's phone. Took my phone just gonna call a girl back. Sure did, yes ma'am, <laughs> yes ma'am, I sure did. So I called her back. I said, "Um, excuse me, how you doing? I'm Sinead. I'm Tina's friend, the one that does the podcast with her." I said, "I'm not trying to, um, you know, chime in on your conversation, but actually, I am. So and so and so and so." This I thought, I said, you know, and I started talking to her and I said, you know, I actually agree with you. Also, did you see such and such and such and such? I went in more further detail, elaborated more on what I saw that was in, 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 a, in a, um agreement with her, what she was saying. All I got to say is at the end of the comment, in the middle of the conversation, she kind of got a little defensive, but kind of caught herself because I didn't give her the satisfaction of an argument. A debate and an argument are two different things. When you argue, two people are yelling, nobody gets their point across. When you're in the middle of a debate, the object of the thing, the object of the game is to make that poise, that person agree with your perception of whatever the topic is. That's a debate. So get into a debate with these officers. Don't argue with them. Like my mom will always say, it takes two to argue and one to stand in like an asshole. Which one mm-hmm. are you? Right. Well, she was right. That's a matter of fact, that's the delight of the day. For my mother, rest in peace, Frances Haywood. It takes two to argue. And wanting to stand there and look like an asshole. Which one are you? That's the delight for the day. Thank you for tuning in to Delightful Legacy. God bless you. Hit the search button. Leave a comment. And we love you. If nobody else has told you that. where well, they can find you at. They can find me on Instagram. Delightful underscore legacy. And if you really want to know more about me. Or what I do on my daily. You can go to M-A-D-D-A-M. One, two, five. That's Madam One, two, five, which is my also my music page. And that stands for Money All Day Dollars Are Made. One, two, five at Instagram. But please just go and follow me on delightful underscore legacy when you get the time, you know, because it's so much going on. And try not to watch so many of these videos because it's, 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 it's polluting your soul. If you want to watch a video, follow up behind where we can make a difference and do your video on how we can make a difference behind those videos. Because there's so much negative being exploited on TV and the news and the internet. It's ridiculous. Negative does not kill negative. Positive. Just like fire. You can't fight fire with fire. You throw water on it. Cool it down some. So, Tina, where can they follow you at on Instagram?
1: So, again... I'm Tina Ison Pegram. You can follow me on Tina Ison Pegram, IsonProducts dot Eisen Products on Instagram, and Products on Facebook, Tina Ison Pegram. Just Google me, you'll find me. How to Get and Keep a Man
0: I'm there. Yo, her new name is dot com. I swear, <laughs> her new name is dot com. I swear. So, like I said, my delight of the day is from my mother, Frances Delight Haywood. It takes two to argue and one to stand there and look like an asshole. Which one are you? It takes two to argue and one to stand there and look
1: like an asshole. Like and subscribe, delightful legacy. Like and subscribe, share, like and subscribe.
0: It takes two to argue and one to stand there and look like an asshole. Which one are you? That's the light of the day. And once again, I love you. Oh, (imitation)